Hello, 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 and welcome back to Hollywood Hero. I'm your host, Layla Palmer, and today I am back with the podcast where I meet and interview the entertainment industry's most acclaimed personalities. Wow, it really does feel good to be saying that after such a long time. Um, yeah, it just feels good to be recording something, knowing that it's going to go out really soon. Like, uh, it's such a weird, exciting feeling. I haven't felt like, oh my gosh, an episode's finally going out in months. And it's a really good feeling, and I'm super, super excited to kick off season two with these two bonus episodes. So before I talk about that, this is bonus episode number one of season two. Summer bonus episode number one of season two. And I'm just super excited to be kicking off season two with two summer episodes because I'm not officially starting season two until September, early September, I think the first week, I think September 2nd. So, but I wanted something to release before then because that's such a long time i ended last season i think the end of may so that's or the end of april so may june july august that would be five months (laughs) that's a really long time and though i've been working on all of season two throughout all of this time i haven't released anything it's been dormant so i wanted to put something out during the summer to kind of get hype for season two Um, So yeah, this is bonus episode one. Bonus episode two will be coming on August 12th, so look out for that. Um, But yeah, I have a lot of stuff to go over before I introduce what today's episode is. So the first thing I want to go over is that last season, the intros... Oh no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Let's just talk about and recap last season. So, season one of Hollywood Hero, I started off in September, and then I, like, took, like, a two-month break because I was doing school, and I also wasn't that focused on the podcast at that time, that early. So, started in September, took, like, a two-month break, then I restarted it, and then I was fairly consistent throughout the rest of the season, but it started off just being biographies about people in the entertainment industry so the entertainment industry has been consistent throughout but it's been it was biographies at the beginning so I would research people I'd spend a ton of time researching them and then talking about their lives for an entire episode and that was fine for a while and I knew when I started the podcast that at some point I wanted to transition from that into interviews but I didn't know when that was going to happen, when I would have the time, or like, I I didn't know really anything about how to navigate reaching out to people and getting them on the show. So I kept with the biographies for a few months, and those are fine, but I, myself, wasn't loving it, and also by that time, I wasn't really used to hearing my own voice so much yet over recording, so I didn't really listen to them after I put them out maybe like once I would listen to each episode. Um, And I just wasn't loving the dynamic of it. It honestly, like especially for the intros, there was nothing special about it. Like it was just like, oh, like I'm just going to talk about this person and then it's over. There was nothing special or memorable about those episodes. And 
I'm still glad that I put them out because it has led to where I am now and all that I'm doing now, but I do acknowledge that there was nothing really special about it, and so that's why I switched it up. A few months in, I think January is when I released my first episode that was an interview. So that was with the band Low Light, which I still very much love. Um, and I had that interview, and that was great, and I was super pumped and happy with how that turned out. And then, you know, let's not do the entire recap of season one, but pretty much when I ended season one, my last episode was with Greg Lingo, screenwriter of the IFC film Last Call. And by that point, I'd already decided that right after that interview, I mean, I took like two weeks off, but like right after that interview, I was going to start working on season two. And I also knew at that point that I wanted season two to be all interviews. And that's where we are today. For the past however many months, I've been working and interviewing people, editing and everything, and... I just have a bunch of interviews that I'm sitting on and they're going to start going out September 2nd. So that's pretty much that recap and the update on what I've been doing for the past few months. Um, Yeah, so if you want to hear from people in the entertainment industry, musicians, actors, YouTubers, all of that is coming very, very soon. Just, you know, follow the podcast Hollywood Hero Pod. I'm also on TikTok now as well as Instagram, so you can follow me on both of those platforms at Hollywood Hero Pod to stay updated on what's going to be happening next season or this season. This is season 2. Um so yeah. That was the recap. Next on the agenda is introducing new segments. So, as I said before, I wasn't the happiest with how my intros were in season one and how they were just like, I feel like kind of choppy and not really like there was nothing special to them. So that's why for season two, I'm introducing new segments um, for each episode. Um, And they're going to be different every time. Well, the segments won't be different every time. The content of them will be different, obviously. But so the first one is Music Minute. So Music Minute is going to be a segment where I talk about how music has impacted me in the past week or just recently um, or give music recommendations to you guys since this podcast is so heavily focused on music and musicians in the music industry I thought it was kind of important to give some of my own perspective on how music is affecting me around that time or what recommendations I have or anything like that so that's music minute um so i guess we'll get started with that before i talk about the next segment so i am going to be talking about friendly fest so friendly fest is a virtual music festival by friendly media so it's virtual it's happening so this episode's going out on the 15th of july and friendly fest is happening from july 17th to the 18th so that's the saturday and sunday right after this So if you want to hear more from new musicians, new up-and-coming musicians, definitely register for tickets. The tickets are free. And today's guest, I won't introduce her yet, but today's guest is actually a performer in Friendly Fest. So 
You're going to be hearing from her later in the episode, but definitely check out Friendly Fest. You can get tickets at friendlymedia.com slash fest slash so friendly f-r-n-d-l-y and then media.com slash fest slash i think there's a slash at the end and yeah and then i also want to talk about katie turner so a lot of you may know her on instagram her handle is hashtag katie i think she's also on tiktok i'm not completely sure what her handle is on there but so katie turner is coming out with a new ep on july 16th the ep is called heartbroken and milking it and um, i'm very excited to hear that when that comes out but the reason why i'm bringing this up is because katie turner is one of the musicians who's going to be featured in season two so i'm sure that episode will probably be out in september um so if you want to hear more from her and about that ep and just about her music career in general definitely stay tuned for that episode coming soon. (laughs) And now, so that was Music Minute. Obviously, that was longer than a minute, okay? Um, It will probably always be longer than a minute. I just really like the name and the alliteration, Music Minute. So I'm keeping it as that for now and probably for the rest of the season because I can't really think of a better name and I think that's fine. So yeah, the next segment is Unnamed. It does not have a name as of now, and I don't think it really will. I can't really think of anything. But basically what the segment is, it's telling a story or an anecdote of something that happened to me in the past week or just recently. It's the same with Music Minute, just unrelated to music. So I'm going to talk about college, which honestly, I'm a little bit dreading talking about this topic because I'm like, oh my gosh, it's summer. You're not there yet just bask in the summer but I do want to talk about it because something very funny and well it's funny now it was not funny when I realized it was happening something very funny and stressful happened to me yesterday so I'm in a group chat with a few people that I'll be going to college with it's like I don't know maybe seven girls in total and we're in a group chat we've been in a group chat for a really long time because I got accepted early and they did as well. So we've been in a group chat since like December. So it's been a long time. And yesterday, someone was texting the group chat and they were saying, oh my gosh, roommate assignments are out or housing assignments are out. So I already knew and picked my roommate um, like months ago. So I knew that it was going to be her that I was roomed with. It was more so like your room number in the dorm building. So I was like, oh my goodness, I didn't even know that was happening. And so then I was checking my portals, like my admissions portal, I still have access to. So I was checking that and it wasn't on there. So I was like, okay, how do I find it? They were like, you have to go to the housing application. So I went there. And as I'm trying to sign in, I realized that I have forgotten my password and I don't know what it is and I don't have it stored anywhere so I don't know how I'm gonna get into this and I started freaking out I think it was a total of like 30 minutes where I was like actually being very stressed and they're still typing in the group chat so I'm still getting every notification every ding 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 but I'm trying to figure out my password I was very stressed and frustrated but I have no one to blame it on but myself like so I was trying to figure out my password and then I finally remembered it 
And so I'm into the housing application and then I see my rooming assignment, which I already knew what it was going to be. Well, I didn't know the room number, but I practically knew what it was going to be. So the next thing that I did was like figure out, oh my gosh, I need to sign into my Emerson email. I'm going to Emerson, by the way. Um, I think I've mentioned this before, but so I was like, I need to sign into my Emerson email. I have not been in my Emerson email. It's not signed in. I've like used it to sign into Emerson things, but I've never like signed into the, like my actual inbox and Gmail. So I did that and I realized I have almost 200 unread emails of very important things that I wasn't aware of or didn't know because I wasn't signed in. Again, no one to blame for that but myself. Then I kind of was looking through every single email dating back to like end of March, beginning of April. It was very stressful. I was stressed. I was like, oh my gosh, there's important stuff in here, deadlines, things that I don't know about because I haven't been in it. So then I come across one email and it's a teacher from Emerson and it's like, hey everybody, this your uh, summer class is starting next week, so be prepared for that. Guess what? Obviously I wasn't prepared for that because I haven't been in my email. So I was like, oh shoot, because I knew the summer class was happening, but I didn't know when and yeah so I missed one of them I thought at that point I missed two of them but I only missed one because they happen at night and I thought they were in the morning so that's why I thought I missed two of them but I missed one of them and then it was all fine I went to the class later that night and it was all fine so that's pretty much the story I have, I don't know if that was interesting or not. It was very stressful while it was happening. So I thought I would share it because I'm not so stressed about it anymore. And now I know that I need to keep signed into my college email all the time and not like have it signed out on my phone. Cause I signed out of it, or maybe I signed it to, into it one time. Then I signed out of it on my phone to free up storage and it worked but it didn't work in the sense that I was missing on important things being sent to me. So I learned my lesson, not gonna do that again. And yeah, that's it. The final thing before we move on to the next part of the episode, I'm gonna be talking about GoPuff. Hey, I'm a GoPuff ambassador as of recently, and I've been obsessed with GoPuff for years. My sister and I used to bond over ordering snacks on GoPuff. And we used to not be close, so when I say that, it's very important to me. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm a GoPuff ambassador now. Um, GoPuff is in pretty much every major city in the U.S., and they offer um, snacks, alcohol, home cleaning supplies, baby supplies, like regular groceries, pretty much anything you can think of. Like, they have, like, quick meals, like ramen and bagel bites and all that stuff. So pretty much anything you can think of that's in a grocery store GoPuff has it. So you can use my code HOLLYWOODHERO for $10 off your first two orders. Um, That's a steal for sure. And how are you going to forget that code? Because it's the name of the podcast. So if you forget that code, shame on you. No, I'm just kidding. But don't forget it. It's Hollywood Hero. You can use it for $10 off your first two orders. And yeah. Okay. So now on to the final part of the episode, which is the interview, so this is pretty much going to be the format of every episode in season two. Um, 
So yeah, I'm going to introduce our guest for today. Today, I am joined by Emily Moore. She is a young, up-and-coming musician, originally from Vancouver, Canada, but now she's based out of LA. Um, She makes heartbreak music. We're going to talk all about it in the interview. You're going to hear all about it. But yeah, she makes heartbreak music. Um, She just started releasing music um, in 2021, so she hasn't had much of an opportunity to do live shows or anything like that, but she is performing in Friendly Fest, which I mentioned previously. She is one of the artists on the lineup in Friendly Fest, so definitely register to see her play live and a bunch of other people, and I'm sure after you hear this interview, you're going to want to register for tickets, which are free, by the way, even more, because she's so cool and um, her music is great. And without further ado, here is my interview with Emily Moore. All right, everyone. So I'm here with new up-and-coming artist, Emily Moore. Hi, thank you so much for joining me on Hollywood Hero today, and welcome. How are you doing? Hello, thank you for having me. I'm doing well. How are you? Very good, very good. It's summer. I'm in the summer groove, so I'm, I'm doing good. Um, so why don't you tell the listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do? Um, so yeah, take it away. Sure. Yeah, so uh, my name is Emily Moore. I'm an artist from Vancouver, Canada, but I'm located in LA. I make heartbreak music. So um, my music really focuses on experiences in heartbreak that I've been through and love and all of that stuff. And so that's kind of my thing. Yeah. (laughs) Cool. All right. Um, So I always ask when I interview musicians when they started making music or if there was a certain experience that catapulted their love for music. So what's that for you? When did you start making music? Yeah. So I guess I've always been into music. Um, When I was younger, I started playing piano at the age of six. I did classical training for like 11 years. So that was always a part of my life. I was always in like city choirs and city bands. I was a little bit of a band geek for a little bit. (laughs) And then um, my family was super musical too. So um, there was always music around me. And then I grew up in church. So I guess there's just always a lot of music in that scene as well. So it's always been a part of my life. I think in terms of actually wanting to pursue it as a career, um, it took me I was in my last year of university and uh, I hated school. (laughs) And um, one of my producers that I still work with now, um, he kind of gave me an opportunity to start like really recording music and working on my own stuff. Um, And so I jumped at that chance and that kind of started things for real. Um, And in terms of like songwriting, I got broken up with and I needed a way to kind of process. And so all of that kind of came together around the same time. And then it's just kind of been a journey from there. Cool. So you said you, what, your last year of university is when you started? Um, Yeah. Yeah. So did you go to university for anything in music or did that just, was that completely unrelated to what you were studying? Completely unrelated. I, um, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do after high school. And I was like, I guess I'll go to school. You know, that's like the classic thing to do. Um, And then I, I really like, I think my whole life, I really wanted to do something music related, but it just felt like, I felt like I couldn't do it. I don't know why I didn't have the confidence or 
um, whatever it was, I felt like it wasn't stable enough. And so I was like, okay, I'll just go to school. Um, I studied history and English and I was going to like be a teacher. <laughs> and so that was the only thing next to music that I thought, you know what, I could be good at this, like um, maybe teach elementary school and like hang out with young kids. I do love little kids. So that was kind of, I guess the thought behind it, but I hated it, <laughs> but I stayed for like, I finished my degree. Um, and the whole time I was wishing, you know, I could be doing something else. And, and I was always, you know, doing something music related on the side. And that's kind of what like got me through. And so when I finally had the chance, I was like, okay, I'm out of here. Like, let's do this for real. Yeah. yeah. And so when you started, you said you had gotten broken up with and you wanted to put that into music or some sort of outlet music. That's what it was for you. Um, what was the first song that you wrote after your breakup um, that really like encapsulated that experience? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, so I had been broken up with and it was a couple years, actually several years until I started really taking music seriously. But within that time, I kind of started songwriting and like thinking about, you know, making music and stuff. And so the first song I wrote, I don't remember what it was called. I know it was terrible. I remember thinking like, I don't think I can write a song like this is awful. Um, but I do remember there was this one song. And I think it was one of the first ones that I actually recorded. It was called Dreams. It's terrible. It's like a weird synth poppy. It's not good. <laughs> that will stay in the archives of Dropbox for eternity. But um, it was based on like a poem that I wrote. And that was finally something that I was like, oh, this is actually not terrible um, to my standard at the time. And that's, I guess, what started things. But it took me a long time to get like, decent at songwriting yeah well let's talk more about songwriting I mean obviously that's such a process that is different for every musician what does that process look like for you and when you're writing yeah it's I mean it's different every time uh for a long time it was just me and the piano and I would just start songs on there I would usually have like random lyric ideas like written in my notes app and that's where I would start an idea off of um but it's kind of switched a bit to writing over tracks that my producers make now. So I kind of do, I, I guess I would say like equally both, but um, I think the most authentic situation is me just at the piano writing a song. Yeah. Okay. And how long does it take to write a song fully? Do you like write some of it and then like take a long break and go back to it? Or are you like one sitting type of songwriter? Like how long does it take for you to finish a song? It's different every time. Um, just last week, I think it really depends on like how inspired I am in the moment. And like, if I'm writing over something or if I'm writing by myself, I think um, there's been times where I've written like a full song. Like last week, I wrote a new song that I'm obsessed with. It's I think my favorite song I've ever written. And it took me like 40 minutes front to back, like done. But then there's been other times where it's taken me like months to get a song out. And at the end of the day, they're both like, you know, equally as good to me, but sometimes it just takes longer for me to process like what I want to write about, I think. And so it really just depends. Okay. And another question um, kind of regarding the breakup that made you start writing songs, are all of your mm -hmm. songs that you have out, are they all about like that one experience or are they about like a group of different experiences 
They're all about that one person. <laughs> I think for me, like uh, what I really want to do um, is start with each relationship that I've been in kind of unfold all the details through song yeah. um, and just kind of go along in my journey and just kind of unpack all of those. I think you can write like hundreds of songs about even just like one encounter if you just really think hard enough about it so there's a lot of content there but I think that was one of the things like that particular relationship and breakup was something that impacted me like it's one of the most impactful things that has happened to me in my life and so I really feel like I owe it to myself and why waste an opportunity to write about you know something that was that important and meaningful in my life so yeah one person (laughs) and since all the songs are about one person. Does this person know, like, have they confronted you? Do you experience any of that? Or is it just completely separate? Yeah. I don't know if they know. I I have not talked to them in many years, so um, <laughs> it's possible, but I don't know. And I'm not trying to find out. <laughs> I'll do my thing over here and <laughs> they can live their life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So now I want to talk about um, Friendly Fest. So Mm -hmm. you are performing in the virtual um, music festival called Friendly Fest. Can you tell us a little bit more about how you came to be a part of that? And let's start with that. How did you come to be a part of Friendly Fest? Yeah, for sure. So um, Jacob, who is hosting it, he has a a company called Friendly Media. He's also an artist. You can check him out. I think his artist name is Jake Brewer. Um, But he, I think we Oh, I reached out to him because he has a bunch of playlists on Spotify that he just kind of like randomly puts new music on. And so when I first started releasing music at the top of the year, I just reached out to him and was like, hey, you want to put like some of my songs on your playlist? And then we just ended up like talking more frequently and just kind of creating a friendship, I guess. Um, And then Friendly Media decided that they were going to put on a festival. And so they reached out and were like, hey, do you want to be part of this? And so it was really organic and just super nice that like he went out of his way to put me on the lineup. So I'm really excited about it. I think, yeah, I've never done a festival before and I haven't done like live performing, well, live, it's still virtual, but um, performing yet because of COVID and like I just started putting music out this year. So I'm happy to just have like an opportunity where my music can be out there in kind of a different way. So. Yeah, I also think it's pretty cool how since you started releasing music in 2021, so you said you haven't had the chance to do any live performances or anything like that. I think it's really interesting how your first kind of live performance is going to be in like a music festival. Like, you know, mm-hmm. yes, it's online, so it's like kind of different, but I still think that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, and really exciting. Um, mm-hmm. So by the time that this episode comes out, Friendly Festival only be in like a few days. So um, that will be real, really exciting too. Yeah. So I think uh, we talked a little bit about Friendly Fest and um, how you got to be a part of that. But I, yeah. and I've talked to a few managers and administrators in the music industry and talked about like what goes into music event planning and music, you know, concerts and festivals, but I've never actually heard it from the perspective of an artist. Mm-hmm. So do you see, like, are you involved in any of the planning? Or are you just like, I'm going to perform, I'm going to be there. Everything else is up to do or up to other people. 
Yeah, I mean, for this particular occasion, um, it's pre-recorded just because it's virtual and everything and everything needs to go smoothly as possible. And so in terms of like recording it, I'm definitely involved in like, you know, planning out my set and like what songs I want to do, how I want to perform them. Um, you know, if I'm just for this one, I'm just doing me and the piano. So that's exciting. Um, so it's pretty simple, but like, I guess on that side of things, I'm involved in it. Um, in terms of the actual festival, like I'm not really doing anything on like the marketing or like planning side of that. I think when I actually start to be doing like more regular shows just for me yeah. um, or even like opening for people, I'll definitely put, um, I guess, more into like the planning process for that stuff to make sure that it's really authentic to like what I'm doing and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, I love that. And I'm very excited for you to be a part of this as your first kind of live um, performance. Um, but a question just popped up into my head that I, it goes back to the songwriting. Um, yeah, yeah. Since all of your songs are about this one person and this one breakup, like, is it hard to not be redundant in your songwriting with like what you're singing about or like just an experience in general? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it maybe could be, there's a lot of, there was a lot of time where that was going on the relationship and the aftermath of it all. So there's a lot of experiences, um, that I haven't touched on yet. And I think I'll have like a lot of ammo in that regard where like, I can, you know, keep talking about it and it kind of gives a fresh perspective on the different, um, scenarios that I was in. But I think my like goal as a songwriter is to pick apart as many details as I can about one situation and tell it in all sorts of different perspectives, because I like, you can get so much out of that. And especially when it's something that means something to you, um, you know, that's more meaningful than me just like moving on and, and singing about something else that maybe isn't. And so I'm going to milk that for what it is. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Um, and as far as yourself as a musician and songwriter, who are some of your influences, like mm-hmm. musical influences? And do any of them like make similar music or have like a similar motivation for music that you have? Do you think? Um, I love John Mayer. I think he's a big influence on my music, actually. So I just announced that I have a new song coming out next week. Um, and that one is probably my most John Mayer song. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I also, I'm very influenced by like Bonnie Vare, um, Nora Jones. I love like the more punk era of like Blink-182 and Taking Back Sunday. And, um, you know, I loved like Dashboard Confessionals growing up and a lot of like that sort of thing. And so I think a lot of music that I listened to when I was younger and that I listen to now really impacts and comes together. I don't know if you, I think you could say like, oh, that's similar to that or that's similar to that. But I think just like the mixture of all of those different influences makes it a little more unique than just being like, like one or two artists specifically, but yeah. Yeah. So do you have, or this is kind of like a more current thing, but do you have any favorite artists that you're listening to at the moment or favorite songs or anything like that, that you would run and recommend Mm -hmm. anybody? Um, Yeah. 
I I'm loving Julia Wolf right now. I don't know if you have heard of her. She's like, she's a little more up and coming, but she's been doing some cool things with like Spotify and stuff. Um, I think she just got a billboard in New York, which is sick. Oh, like that's awesome. where, yeah. Um, but her, her songwriting is really unique and her voice is incredible and she's just doing some really cool stuff. So I think her song Hydra is super cool. And then there's one other one. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah, check her out. I really like her stuff. All right. All right. Check out Julia Wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely check out unless I have to your most recent and then regret, which will help be your most recent by the time this comes out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely check. Emily Moore out. I think that was all I have for you today. Thank you so much for this interview and answering all of my questions and opening up about your breakup a little bit. (laughs) Um, Of course. Thank you for having me. Of course. And before we close out, do you have anything that you want to say to the listeners, advice, um, where they can listen to your music, anything like that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm on all streaming platforms and you can find me on all um, social media. Um, My new song Regret comes out next Tuesday, July 13th. So that will, I guess, just be out when this comes out. Yeah. Watch me on Friendly Fest. The tickets are free. So um, there's no reason why you shouldn't come and you can watch it from anywhere. So perfect. come check it out. (laughs) Yeah. So definitely check out Friendly Fest. Um, I'm sure if you go to the Friendly Fest Instagram, they have like a link or something you can go to register for tickets. And Emily Moore's bio, she also has the link so you can go and register for tickets. It's a great opportunity to discover a new artist or music that you haven't really listened to before. I'm very excited for Friendly Fest. I can't wait to watch your performance. Thank you. Um, Of course. And yeah, that's the end of the episode. Make sure to check out Emily Moore on all her social media and her Spotify and everything. And definitely check out Hollywood Hero on Instagram, Hollywood Hero Pod, and on TikTok, it's the same. Um, And yeah, that's all. Thank you all so much for listening. And I'll see you in the next bonus episode coming sometime in August. But yeah, so. All right. Thank you. Bye.